Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Additional sponsors include Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Bieber Collision Care Center, Cooper Complete Nutritional Supplements, Heritage Creamery, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Throwing Aaron Sexton here with me. It's Matt Mosley's show, and uh, we thank you. UBO, right off the top, appreciate you, Sean Hunt, what you do, those copier services, the email services that they do on, on email, paper, all those things. It's remarkable what UBO can do for you. They end up saving a ton of money and uh, save uh, money on overhead, that type of thing. UBO, the incredible job by our friend Sean Hunt. And uh, Sean's all over the place. I mean, he's got he's got folks uh, out there that have been a, a huge part of like Midway High School. Then he's in Temple. I'll show up at the Rotary Club in Temple, and he's kind of he's doing things there. I mean, he is on top of things. We appreciate UBO and what they do and what they do in the community. I mean, UBO has really, really helped uh, companies. So if you're any kind of company, office, uh, that kind of thing, and you're thinking, how could we save some money? How could we on our copier services, our systems, how in the world could we maybe cut some of these costs? UBO helps you do that, and uh, they've ended up helping people save a ton of money. So there you go, UBO. And we really like doing uh, having UBO with us now on the uh, show. Love all our sponsors. We appreciate our presenting sponsor, of course, Central National Bank. Brian Fonville has already. Aaron, uh, be looking. I think I, I forwarded it to you. I know you're so focused on uh, on the John Morris show. It may be hard to see things during that show. But I did send you a, uh, a, a really beautiful graphic of our, uh, our president, That'd be Dr. Linda Livingstone, who will be on with us today at 3.30. Aaron, have you received that? I did. It's ready to nice. go. And that interview, probably two to three minutes after it's over, it'll be posted on Twitter and Facebook at 1660ESPN.com. Uh, so if you, we've got the interview obviously coming up. And if you can't hear the whole thing or if you want to hear it again, you'll be able to do that. Aaron, is there anything, and in, in, I always like hearing from our people, if you want me to, if there's something you want to, you've been wanting to know from President Livingstone, uh, there's always the number 254-662-1660 is our CNC Collision Center text line. Aaron, is there anything that y- you've been thinking about that you'd like to know from the president, whether for about athletics, whether it's about the new Big 12, the expanded Big 12, whether it's about something about Baylor, your boyhood team, the the school you've loved since you were a kid, Aaron. Is there anything that's been, you know, one thing we're going to bring up with her is a story that went out. I hope I didn't. I may have, like, scooped everybody on this one yesterday. I don't know if you saw this, Aaron. I, I tweeted it out. I didn't realize I was scooping anybody. Uh, that wasn't my intention. Um, usually it is my intention. But Baylor has officially reached, for the first time ever, the 20,000 enrollment mark. I mean, that's unheard of. When I was in school, even in the 90s, I got out in 95. Um, man, that was, that was. I mean, this is really, um, it's fascinating. It was. I bet there were 12 at the most. Our enrollment was about 12,000, 13 if you top it out. 
and you add all the grad students and everything. And now, with grad students and, and all the different various things people can do and be a part of the university, 20,000. I mean, I, I that is uh, – Aaron, never thought I'd see the day. The Bears uh, – and, and I think this is one of the biggest freshman classes we've ever had. I think it comes in about 4,200. I'll bring that up with the president. Aaron, that's pretty impressive, though. I mean, wouldn't you agree? It is, actually. I, I saw that, and it, it is. Uh, you were talking about when you went there, when my sisters enrolled, uh, I think three or four years before you, I believe their freshman class was around 11,000. So, yeah, uh, that, that shows you the growth. It's been yeah, pretty incredible. Yes. Some major growth there, and we'll talk to President Livingstone and you can uh, weigh in. By the way, that number at UBO, I was just talking about it. Um, and if you want to talk about uh, uh, your uh, making a digital transformation, why don't we do that up at the m M&M and Broadcasting? Well, would you like that, a digital transformation? Uh, Aaron, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to tap you to lead that effort. Uh, you can reach UBO, by the way, at 254-709-2101. Two five four seven zero nine two one zero one. We love UBO. We really do, um, and um, we uh, we love all our sponsors. But uh, boy, UBO's been with us for a good long time. They deserve our love, and uh, they get it. They get it from us. In fact, I may I may see if Sean Hunt will look at my email today and kind of like sync it up right for me. I don't know if that's even what Sean wants to do, uh, but I, I may. Uh, Aaron, do you think you think Sean would like that if I just kind of sent him my email account, my Google? Uh, uh, I, I have one of those Gmail accounts. You think he could help me out and save me some time? I think he probably could. I'm going to send him some of that. And Aaron, I'm going to send him all your emails, okay, and let him straighten you out. Phil, I feel like you could use some. You may be a little more organized than I am, but thank you, UBO. Now I'm excited, uh, Aaron. I don't know if I ever let let you answer that question. Now, is there anything a burning question you have for president livingstone today you know i was i was wondering her, her initial reaction when she heard about texas and oklahoma leaving yeah and then yeah. what her what what she did next you know yeah 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 that i'll get that i do have that written down we got to get this twenty thousand enrollment thing i mean i cannot believe that at baylor that's pretty cool and then um you know i mean it's pretty neat to get well, I always think it's interesting, uh, Jason Cook and, and President Livingstone and the whole gang over there do such a, a great job of getting the, the uh, students back on campus in a safe way. Now, if you're not vaccinated, the way I understand this, Aaron, you've got to, uh, in fact, I've got a buddy there, uh, I won't name his name, I, I say a buddy, he's a, a great childhood, um, you know, we've watched him grow up, he's a freshman at Baylor, and I think if you're not vaccinated, you got to stop by and get tested a couple times a week. So let's uh, let's put that in there. Uh, the vaccination, um, Aaron, and then kind of the return to campus, getting everybody. Um, last year they did a great job with it. At one point they had to quarantine one of the dorms. I want to make sure everything's going okay over at Penland. Okay, uh, Aaron, I'm also going to ask about Martin, and then let's check on the young women over at Collins, Collins Hall. That dormitory where my wife was uh, lived her freshman year, where my sister lived her freshman year, and I believe probably where my mom lived her freshman year. You see a pattern? Now, my great-grandmother, who went to Baylor, and uh, that would be 
um, Mary Powell Hendricks. I don't know where she would have stayed. I don't know if Collins Hall was in place yet in the 1920s. My great-grandmother, where did where did she live on the Baylor campus? Now, that would be an interesting question to get to the bottom of. All right? I think probably Mary Dow, her daughter, lived in Collins as well, or Coconut or one of those or something. But uh, I'm sure my mom will do the research. Aaron, do you think people are interested in that, the genealogy of where like all my generations lived at Baylor. Should we do a whole segment on that point? I'm sure your family's interested in it. <laughs> That's I don't appreciate that, Aaron. I thought you would be all over that. Thought you would enjoy that. Okay, um some interesting news today, Cowboys-wise, and we'll get more into the NFL. We're going to have a little bit uh, yeah, we'll I I well, I'll tell you what. We're going to because we have the president calling us in about 15 minutes, we're going to break a little early today. And, um, and I've got some news, though, uh, on the other side about who will start for the Cowboys at right tackle. And then is there hope that, uh, that they could possibly get Randy Gregory back? I've got all of that on the other side. It is the Matt Mosley Show with Aaron Sexton, ESPN Central Texas. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly cloudy skies expected tonight with low temperatures falling to around 69 degrees. We'll see a mix of sun and clouds tomorrow. It's going to be warmer with a high of 90. And on Thursday, partly cloudy skies. Look for a high of 89. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Let's welcome in from the Athletics, Sam Con Jr. And I think that that is to me why I think the Big 12 has to buy a little long term if they can pull together because if that plan sticks and you still are going with the sixth highest ranked champion, then the Big 12 is going to have a spot even in its reduced form if they go out and expand. Those guaranteed bids give your team and your league a spot in the party and I think 12 teams is still viable if they keep the proposal as it is I think it still makes sense for the Big 12 to try to take At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. It's music for ears. Just listen to Deidre. I would tiptoe out of bed because the pain would shoot up my heels. When I went to the Good Feet store, they allowed me to try on the arch supports, and I started sobbing because I had no pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free day. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. All right, talking about Cooper Complete. Your body needs essential nutrients every day to keep you healthy. Uh, You cannot put enough of that D3. That vitamin D is for immune support, 
I mean, it's one of the reasons I, I have stayed, just have avoided illness. Now I'm all vaccinated up and all that kind of stuff. So I suggest that, although I don't try to, you know, force all my opinions on anybody. I'm just saying what I do. Uh, but they have come up with some incredible things. Also, the COQ10 and omega-3 fish for heart health, uh, uh, fish oil, I should say. These are developed by the physicians of the world-renowned Cooper Clinic. In Dallas, Cooper Complete Nutritional Supplements developed by Dr. Cooper and the team to address the shortcomings of other vitamin products on the market. Visit coopervitaminquiz.com and take the Cooper Complete Vitamin Needs Assessment. When you do, you'll find the specific supplements your body needs. You'll also get 10% off your entire purchase. All right, again, that's the Cooper Vitamin quiz.com for 10% off Cooper Complete Supplements and the knowledge you need to fill the nutritional gaps in your diet. Improve the quantity and quantity, quality and quantity of your life with Cooper Complete Nutritional Supplements. Have you been thinking about a new deck for your home, lake house, or country place, or maybe a new pergola for your backyard, or redoing a room to give it a more western or rustic look? If the answer is yes, we invite you to come see us at Redwoods Incorporated. We take pride in having the best selection in the greater Waco area for top quality wood products. It makes no difference if you are just wanting ideas, curious about probable cost, or want us to recommend an outstanding contractor. Our folks at Redwoods Incorporated want to to help you from start to finish. Come visit with Greg or Scott and see our new showroom conveniently located on Esther Drive, just off North Valley Mills behind Applebee's Restaurant. Redwoods Incorporated wants you to know no project is too big or too small for us to give you our personal attention. So please call us at 772-5243 or just stop by Redwoods Incorporated anytime and let us show you how helpful we can be. You'll be glad you did. Marineland Boating Center, Crest Pontoons, and Mercury Marine believes no matter how you boat, the water unites us all. Crest Pontoons offer a level of quality, safety, style, and comfort that is unparalleled in the industry. Mercury outboards are durable, reliable, and powerful. Whether you're fishing, pulling a tube, or just getting away from it all to relax, Marineland Boating Center has the perfect model for you. Take time to live the pontoon life and experience the Crest standard of excellence. Powered by Mercury at Marineland Boating Center in Waco, making memories since 1983. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. The New Orleans Saints have five offensive coaches that tested positive for COVID-19, calling into question the status for Saints Sunday game against Carolina Panthers, Las Vegas Raiders, and the Baltimore Ravens in week one of the NFL with a wild overtime game with Derek Carr throwing a touchdown pass to a wide open Zay Jones for a 33-27 win for the Raiders in their new stadium. USC football head coach Clay Helton has been fired. The decision comes just two days after the Trojans lost 42 to 28 to Stanford at home. Longhorns are changing quarterbacks. Casey Thompson will get his shot this week. Rangers get blasted by the Astros 15 to 1. Game two of that series tonight. First pitch at 7:05, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Catch the Coach Pete Fredenberg show tonight on Fox Sports Central Texas, starting at 6 o'clock. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, Aaron, let's go to the socials.
let's go to our social media. Let's put it out there, like on the ESPN Central uh, Texas, that we've got the, uh, the president coming up. We want to alert everybody at 3.30. I'll put it up on my, you know, on my stuff, too, on my uh, social media, my Twitter. Um, Aaron, by the way, I think you control the uh, ESPN Central Texas uh, Twitter. I don't think the Twitter, I don't think that handle is following me. I've always taken that very personally. Aaron, will you, as the administrator sometimes of the ESPN Central Texas um, uh, Facebook page and whatever else you do, um, the uh, Twitter handle, I mean, you've got access to a lot of these things. Aaron, I would like to ask you to follow it is. at Matt Mosley. Oh, have you have you solved that? Okay, good. Yeah, good. I, when you were bringing it up, I, I, I grabbed my phone to check, but no, it we, it follows Are you. Are you okay? Okay, I can. Maybe I've muted it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would never do that. I mean, I'm excited about this. President Livingstone joining us 12 minutes from now. Uh, Aaron, I now when she calls in, I should I see. I'm all nervous about the. Uh, the number working. Make sure those lines are clear. I should have given a backup number, I feel like. Maybe I'll text over to, to Jason Cook. No, like the line you gave her is, is never. You think that'll work fine? Yeah, okay, yeah that good. one's always good. clear. So, All right, all right. Uh, but just, you know, Aaron, be, you'll say, ask her how she's doing. Ask her ask her if she's having a good day. I want you and, I want you and uh, uh, President Livingstone to have a nice little chat before we bring her on. And then, boom. Then we'll – by the way, I used to have Rick Carlisle on sometimes, and whoever would be booking him, it used to be a friend of ours named Chris Gross, and Chris Gross would try to, like, while he was waiting, would try to make small talk with Rick Carlisle, who's not a small talk guy. <laughs> have, have you ever heard this story? No. And, like, Rick Carlisle finally said, okay, neither one of us want to do this, so let's just agree not to talk. <laughs> <laughs> See, that is exactly why I don't. I call, I thank them, I tell yeah. them how long it's yeah. going to be, and I say, appreciate it, I'm going to put you on hold, and that's yeah. it. You know, well, yeah, I, I do like, by the way, if you don't do this, you may already do this, at the end of the interviews, I always like a producer, like when I'm a guest on a show, who will jump back on and thank me. Hey, hey, thanks, Matt. Like, I don't know if you, sometimes I know people just hang up immediately after they're on, but like, yeah, Aaron, that's always a neat thing to do is just jump right back on in case they're still hanging on and say, hey, hey, thank you. Thank you for being on on with us today. All right, Aaron, that, that's the way I like to do it. I'm just I'm just passing these sure. things along on the air. Yes, I like to kind of really, really coach you up, even though you've been doing this for many years. Uh, Aaron, you may have noticed that. Okay, um, now Cowboys-related things. Let me just say this about Monday Night Football. I love, and some people may not loved it, that's fine, I, I, whatever, but the Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, ESPN2, like where they talk throughout the broadcast, right next to it. Now, they'll have some people on, like Travis Kelsey, they had Russell, uh, they, they, they had, you know, obviously Russ from uh, Seattle, and, and, uh, and, and obviously that, and Russell Wilson's a great guy to have on, but just Peyton and Eli – talking about the different plays and telling stories. There was one point, I meant to send this to you, Aaron, so we could play it over the air. But basically, Peyton Manning said he cussed out a official one time, and he felt bad about it. It was like the second quarter on a holding penalty. And so he, was, he called the league office because he wanted to get the ref's address to write him an apology letter for doing that to him. 
and the league would not give Peyton the they the address. He said because he thought maybe they thought he would go egg his house or something. <laughs> you know, I got to be honest. I I I loved it, and yeah. if they keep doing that, that's that's how I will watch the I mean, uh, Sunday night games. I, I got I got no problem with Steve Levy and and. Uh, no, they do a fine job. And uh, and who's our other guy? Lewis Riddick. I, I like these guys. I really do. We used to have Lewis on a lot. They do a fine job. But it's just not – and Eli's kind of – he knows his role. He's the kind of goofy little brother. And he's just got that funny Eli look on his face. It's hilarious that he's won more Super Bowls <laughs> than his brother because he just has that look of like a little kid at all times. And then Peyton's got that huge forehead – and they're just fun. Like, I, I know they're multi-multi-millionaires, and they're getting paid a ton to do this, but they really do come off, especially Peyton, is a very normal, fun dude. And um, and so if you didn't check that out last night, that's, that's on ESPN2 while you're watching the game. Now, the game itself, Aaron, how was that, man? Wow. I mean, that was a back-and-forth affair. Raiders, and only the Raiders could do that. They celebrate the win. It looks like that receiver. Who's that third-round pick that caught that ball and looked like he went in the end zone? What's that kid's name um, for the Raiders? Uh, a rookie. He was really good. Number 80, 89. You know what I'm talking about, Aaron? Because I thought you would because of fantasy. The kid who caught that, was it Rodgers? Anyway, what a play down there. It looks like he got in the end zone. They say, no, they have to undo. Everybody's already celebrated. Uh, they've already said, you know, good job, good job. They go out, they line up at the one-yard line, and the Raiders can't get in. They go with a quarterback sneak, and then that guy from um, the tackle, Leather that Leatherwood, is he playing tackle or guard? Anyway, Leatherwood jumps off sides, <laughs> false start, and they back him up, and they can't get in. They can't get into the end zone. I mean, it was just a total embarrassment, and here comes Baltimore again. And and they hold, man, those turnovers. There were huge turnovers. That Nasib, Na, how do you say his name, Aaron? Na, Nasib or N- Nasib? You know, that's that's an interesting guy. Obviously, he has an interesting story leading into the season with, with what he announced. I won't get into all that. But um, makes an enormous play in that game. And, and the Raiders go down and they win that ball game. But, I mean, none of it was easy, was it? I mean, they, they they send the kicker out on second down. They send the kicker out on second down, and then they, they get a, a delay a game. They back it up. They send the quarterback back out there, and then they win it on a walk-off to that Zay Jones, who may be from Austin or something. Did I see that? He may be from – he's somewhere – I think that kid's from somewhere in Texas. Number seven. Yeah. And, 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 it, and they just throw it up, and that guy is wide open. And that guy has been playing great at 44. He's been a little banged up, that cornerback. That guy's a great player. And give credit I mean, to Derek Carr. He was he had yeah. a rush right in his face, had to throw that off his back foot and put it right on the money. Of course, it helped that he was wide open, but still a nice pass. Yeah. Yeah, man, that was really something. And so the, uh, the Raiders, the Raiders find a way. Uh, it is the Matt Mosley show. Oh, and I wanted to tell you, uh, Still, Terrence Still is going to get the start at right tackle for the Cowboys uh, with Lyle Collins out. They're hoping Randy Gregory could come back at defensive end, but Still 
who's a rookie last year. He's gotten a lot better. They feel good about him, and they're going to leave Zach Martin at right guard and play still. Should I bring that up with the president, Aaron, and just see what she thinks about that? Are the Cowboys making the right move there? You, you right can tackle? skip that one. <laughs> okay. All right. I may, I may bring that up with her and see how it's going. All right. We, we always love talking to President Livingstone. She's become a friend, a friend of the show, I should say, uh, of the Matt Mosley Show, and we really enjoy having her on. She joins us next. It's the Baylor Coaches Show this Wednesday with the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Now beginning at 7 p.m. Join us Wednesday, not from Rudy's, but here on ESPN Central Texas and hear from equestrian head coach Casey Maxwell and football coach Dave Aranda. Join us this Wednesday for the Baylor Coaches Show. Now 7 to 8 p.m. Wednesdays here on ESPN Central Texas. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107. Or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. NMLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. In Commons Bank wishes all the area teams a successful 2021 football season. If you're in the market for a new home, let In Commons Bank help you finance your mortgage. Rates are low and houses are going fast. So stop by your local branch today and meet one of the friendly neighborhood bankers. With approvals in as little as 24 hours, In Commons will put you on the way to finding what you're looking for with terms you can afford. You can apply online at incommonsbank.com forward slash loans. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. Ah, music to our ears. Just like the words of Deidre and Dave, real customers who decided to give Good Feet arch supports a try with a free fitting and test walk. The pain would shoot up my heels. I would tiptoe out of bed because my heels hurt so badly. The pain level was over 10, and my doctor recommended that I go to Good Feet and try the arch supports. When I went to the Good Feet store, I had a free consultation. They allowed me to try on the arch supports. And took about three, four steps. Turned around and went and sat back down and started to cry. It was the first time that I had no pain. See how our trusted specialists and personally fit arch supports can help with foot, knee, hip, and back pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. When it comes to automotive collision repair, there is a difference in a business certified by the major auto manufacturers and one that's not. Beebrick Collision Care Center is a certified repair shop by Chrysler, Ford, General Motors, Hyundai, Kia, Nissan, and Subaru. Their list of services include collision repair and refinishing, structural repair and frame straightening, paintless dent repair, and full automotive detailing. Family owned since 1962, Beebrick Collision Care Center, 1515 LaSalle Avenue in Waco. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. The New Orleans Saints have five offensive coaches that tested positive for COVID-19, calling into question the status for Saints Sunday game against Carolina Panthers. Las Vegas Raiders and the Baltimore Ravens end week one in the NFL with a wild overtime game with Derek Carr throwing a touchdown pass to a wide open Zay Jones for a 33-27 win for the Raiders in their new stadium. USC football head coach Clay Helton has been fired. The decision comes just two days after the Trojans lost 42 to 28 to Stanford at home. Longhorns are changing quarterbacks. Casey Thompson will get his shot this week. Rangers get blasted by the Astros 15 to 1. Game two of that series tonight. First pitch at 7.05 and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Catch the Coach Pete Fredenberg show tonight on Fox Sports Central Texas starting at 6 o'clock. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. making sure that I've got the president's Twitter handle correct. Um, and uh, I think I did. I think I, I got that right. I don't know how much. Uh, she's not tweeting all the time. I, I think she's got way more things to do than be tweeting. But the president will be joining us any minute. And, um, I mean, you never know, Aaron. There may be some uh, official business to be taken care of. I'm telling one of her faithful her. Oh, good, good. I am so happy to present to our audience, returning to the Matt Mosley Show, it is President Linda Livingstone. And uh, President Livingstone, wonderful to have you. You never know uh, when you may run into uh, uh, the Mosley Show. I think recently it was on the sideline of a football game. And uh, <laughs> it's always fun to see you and the first gentleman. We were able to uh, stay safe down there. Because the Texas State student section was a little rough, but uh, but I thought we handled ourselves nicely and uh, were able to uh, stay safe on the sideline. Well, they were definitely engaged in that game and and a little rowdy as they supported their team that day. But it was good to see you there, Matt. It's always good to catch up with you. All right, first things first. Um, huge weekend for Baylor volleyball. <laughs> I mean, this is uh, this is a this is a perennial top ten uh, team, and you already love that volleyball squad. But you happen to have a loved one. Your daughter Shelby is an assistant on the uh, the coaching staff. That's now that has to be really cool. Even Ada, uh, you cheer for all the Baylor teams, but um, and your your daughter was a really good college volleyball player at Rice. But how cool is that to see a top five type program and then have your daughter involved and then see them do so well well we are are thrilled to watch them play of course it's uh, extra special when our daughter's on the sideline helping out and she loves that team and loves working with them but they're such a talented group of of young women and uh, i can't wait to see how their season progresses they had a, a a little bit of a challenge getting started but they have a terribly difficult preseason and this weekend against florida they seem to, to really get focused and together, and then they're back home this weekend. In fact, they play our daughter's Rice Owls, their, her alma mater, on uh, Thursday night. So we'll be excited to have them back home and get to see them in person. Now, Yossi's vertical, is that, uh, Yossiana, is that similar to when you played for Oklahoma State basketball? Would you say you all have similar uh, vertical leaps? 
hers is a, a pretty good multiple of what mine was. I don't even <laughs> want to think that I could get anywhere near uh, where she was. Jumping was not my uh, uh, strongest suit as a basketball player. <laughs> vertical. Man, watching her, they've measured her, you know, and I, I don't, the way they present it, I don't always know exactly what it means because it's like all these, but I mean, it must be. 35 inch vertical or maybe even more like a 38 that's just in that's insane yeah. i mean it's uh no i think I'm, she's got one of the highest verticals of any of our our athletes on campus she's an unbelievably talented athlete just all the way around and such a power hitter and then certainly the addition of avery skinner this year along with uh, lauren harrison who returns and several others they're just an unbelievably athletic and talented group of young women and they're just fine young women as well they represent the the university extremely well yeah brian skinner was a great basketball player for baylor as you know so when they won that national title at kentucky uh volleyball and i heard one of his daughters was transferring i called brian immediately and brian didn't realize the news was out there he told me he said don't put this out there yet matt and i said well it's our but it's already on the volleyball the baylor volleyball twitter handle <laughs> it's <laughs> I said it's hard. As we learned, there are it. <laughs> there are very few secrets in college athletics. You know, it's it's uh, not a world that keeps secrets well. All right. Well, President Livingstone, take me back to the day that fateful day, Texas and OU. The news spread like wildfire. It happened during the SEC media days. That was a report in the Houston Chronicle. What do you remember? What were you doing? Uh, Everybody asks you these big monumental moments. Where were you that day? That ended up being a pretty big day. Do you remember? Um, I don't know if yes. you're not like me. You're not checking Twitter all the time. Who who was the who was the first call that you received, and what was your what was kind of your first call that you made when you saw that news come down? Yeah, I can't remember. Somebody sent me the Houston Chronicle. Uh, uh, link. I don't even remember who it was. My family was, we were on our way to Oklahoma. I had a niece getting married that weekend. I think that was on a Wednesday, maybe. And we were on our way to Oklahoma uh, for that wedding. And uh, so needless to say, my a few days of vacation ended up not being much vacation uh, leading up to that wedding. But I, of course, I reached out to Mac Rhodes and, and we began to visit. And then, of course, we had uh, calls very quickly with the conference to begin to understand what was going on. But uh, it was certainly not what we expected, at least at that point in time, and, and certainly nothing we had any indication whatsoever from either of those institutions that they were thinking about. Um, and so it uh, got, moved us on a path that, uh, you know, frankly, uh, was really rough for a, a several weeks there, but I think in the last couple of weeks uh, where we got focused on what we needed to do, what the best options were, and then we, of course, feel really good about where we came to last Friday and bringing those four schools into the conference in the next few years. So it was a roller coaster for several weeks, but good to bring it uh, to where it is now in, in fairly short order. Did, did Baylor receive interest from any of these um other conferences I I, I I think you were getting probably a lot of unsolicited advice from all of us alums of course on the radio I, we were thinking okay could we fit here could we fit there I, I am curious because at first it, it did feel like every school for itself kind of mentality which is very understandable you've got to figure out okay where do we land in all this was there uh what was that initial feeling like from from uh, from other 
conferences and other places around the country? Where where was uh, was, was there interest? Because I mean, we're coming off a national title. I would have to think uh, Baylor had, had gotten to the point where uh, we would be pretty thought of as pretty attractive. Yeah. Well, you know, I think when something like that happens, you you begin to evaluate kind of what what the different pathways are that you could go, whether that um, with the eight remaining schools, uh, you know, what role might the Texas schools play in that? Where might Baylor land? So, you know, you begin to look at all of the different pathways that could be possibilities. And then as you gather information, you begin to say, well, that pathway is not going to work or that one's not. And ultimately, you know, it became clear that the eight schools staying together, um, finding a way to bring in some strong schools to expand the conference was going to by far be the best alternative for all of us, both individually and collectively. And, and I think that began to be clear pretty early. And I think the, the schools in the conference also tried to maintain the integrity of our bylaws and the commitments we'd made to the conference about how we were going to work together and how we would or would not talk uh, to other conferences in the process. Uh, we saw what happens when the, those bylaws weren't followed and when, um, when uh, and the impact that that had. And so I think we were also trying to be respectful of that process as we evaluated our alternatives both individually and collectively but I think everyone in the conference feels really good about where we are and and the eight schools the presidents the athletic directors really came together in a, a very collaborative and, and a coherent way to get to the point that we got to last week are we allowed uh, President Livingstone to do horns down now after after what happened well um <laughs> <laughs> I think that we need to take the high road and, okay, uh, and right. behave ourselves and, and be good examples right. for others. I'm not going to dictate what individuals in the stands are going to uh -huh. do on that, but uh, I, I hope that our, our players and our fans and everyone, uh, you know, certainly go into these games with great enthusiasm and excitement mm -hmm. for our team, but uh, also uh, conduct themselves as we would hope folks from Baylor do. Okay, I'm going to take a peek at that high road, see if I can take that in this instance. Uh, the uh, conference chose four schools. At BYU, mm -hmm. obviously Cincinnati, UCF. Uh, I mean, this is Houston, University of Houston. Uh, at one point, people didn't want Houston back in 2016. How, I know there had to be other schools in the discussion. What was it in your mind about these four schools that made them – I, I know some of them maybe give you a footprint in other as far as for TV and streaming purposes, but w w what really stood out about these four schools that, that, that made you close in on them? Well, when you begin to look at the landscape, you say, okay, what's going to add value to our conference uh, athletically, academically, recruiting-wise? And so these four schools really rose to the top there. They've had very successful uh, football programs. Uh, the, the conference may actually be stronger in basketball than it was before, as strong of a conference as we've had. They bring a lot of strength there. They bring uh, geographic diversity, both in terms of time zones for media, recruiting in a couple of states that are uh, some of the best recruiting states for, uh, for college athletes. 
And so as we looked at that media market and even the media interest in their athletic programs and the viewership of their athletic programs, and so you begin to look at all of those different factors, uh, and, and those four schools pretty quickly rose to the top, and we felt like they would be great additions to the conference at, at this point. And so it really did not take us long to coalesce around uh, the schools that would be um, the best to in, to be a part of uh, kind of a, a reconstituted Big 12 conference. I like this BYU-Baylor thing. Wasn't that nice that we already had them on the schedule, that the Bears already had uh, BYU on the schedule? Um, I'm trying to feed some sort of religious angle to this thing, the Baptist and the Mormons. I know you'll probably try to stay out of that. I'm looking for some different ways. But that now that will be – I think it could be really fun. They, they played, by the way, back in the 80s, and Steve Young was the quarterback. In fact, Baylor beat them back in the 80s. Don't you think that'll be cool, A uh, the Baptists and the uh, LDS getting together? Well, I know we've had a lot, even prior to us uh, inviting them into the conference, there was a tremendous amount of interest in the, the football game that uh, we have this year. It does happen to be homecoming, which probably adds to that as well. Mm. And then, of course, we hired – uh, their offensive coordinator, their offensive line coach, uh, who are you can tell are doing a wonderful job for us. So, I, you know, I think uh, it's it's a great matchup across the board. They've been very strong in basketball. Their women's sports are extremely strong. They will really help strengthen uh, the conference's women's sports across the board. So I think we're going to really enjoy playing them as a university, and I think there'll be some wonderful rivalries there. Uh, as to uh, another private institution within the conference and certainly a faith-based institution. Um, there are very few private institutions across the Power Five conferences, so it's nice to bring another one into that fold. President Linda Livingstone joined the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Where are you right now, uh, President Livingstone, on the Big 12 leadership? Uh, I, I have been uh, pretty vocal. I, I just, I, I've liked Bob Bowlesby a lot over the years personally. I have felt like the conference probably could use a new voice uh, or a fresh voice, uh, especially after going through all of this. I know Bob's been heralded as doing a nice job. Um, I it just... I don't know. It just felt like the Big 12 Conference leadership, like a lot of people, got caught flat-footed on this thing. Where, um, where you, You're the one who has been working hand-in-hand with that office, though, and Bob Bowlesby himself. Where do you think they stand uh, at this point? Well, I, I can't say enough about uh, the way Commissioner Bowlesby worked with the eight presidents and with the conference to really parse out the various opportunities that might be out there and narrow down what we needed to do. And then once we really got focused on the uh, need to expand and then to reach out and then to work with the schools that had expressed interest, um, he did an exceptional job uh, bringing those schools in and, and managing that process. So I think the, the presidents were very pleased with the way he worked with them, with uh, how that worked out. And so, you know, we look forward to looking to the future of the conference and uh, and where we go over the coming years, both as we kind of finish out this current media rights situation and as we look to the future and, and what that next phase might be. But uh, certainly it was a, a very positive and collaborative process between the, the commissioner, the conference office, and uh, the presidents, and then, frankly, the athletic directors as well. 
All right, President Livingstone, tell us about this um, NCAA Constitution Committee that you've been named to. I think that's uh, quite an honor. Uh, to me, it sounds like quite a burden as well. I mean, it's, not, it's like you don't have enough on your plate. Um, <laughs> come come help rewrite the rules for the NCAA. I, I, I sort of sense that uh, Mark Emmert has almost said, basically, help. I, we need help, and we've got to change some things here. Um, what, what, when do y'all kind of? I guess that process has it already started, and and what all will that entail? Like, what, what are, what is that committee charged with doing? What are the two or three uh, biggest things you're supposed to do? Yes, we are hard at work. I actually spent three hours on a, in a meeting today, as a matter of fact, right before I got on this call with you. So we've been meeting for several weeks now. We're gathering. Lots of feedback and information from a diverse set of individuals across uh, college athletics. Um, so we are char- we really have given a, been given a very uh, broad charge to uh, really start from scratch and really transform the constitution of the NCAA and say what uh, you know what values should we still hang on to, uh, what principles need to be core to governing college athletics, and then what structure or organization would best facilitate that going forward that helps address some of the really big questions and concerns that have developed out there about the the level of bureaucracy, kind of slowness to respond, being reactive instead of proactive, lots of concerns about the enforcement process. We're not looking at all of those rules, but certainly the structure can help then facilitate revisiting what the enforcement process looks like and uh, and really how do you rebuild trust because everyone recognizes that uh, there's been a, a great breakdown in, in trust in the NCAA and its ability to govern college athletics in, in a, an appropriate way. So we've been given pretty much carte blanche to do that and uh, and it's a great group of people working diligently to, to do that. We We'll have a Constitution Commission in uh, a meeting of, of the NCAA Constitutional Convention in November to present some ideas. We'll get feedback, and then there'll be a convention in January at the regular annual meeting of the NCAA to vote on a proposed new constitution. So it's a very tight timeline, so we're spending a lot of time on it. Uh, but it's important work, and we do need to – think differently about how we're governing college athletics, given how much the landscape has changed in recent years. Do you think there'll still be an NCAA? You you hear people think that it could take on a whole new form or something altogether, or maybe conferences or certain schools would pull away on their own. Do do you you have some sense that four or five years down the road, I know it's hard to see or hard, hard to say exactly, but that that there will all there will NCAA will continue to be, or could you see it almost morphing into something completely different? You know, I think there's got to be for certain things, national championships, uh, maybe some safety and health issues. Uh, you know, whether it's academic guidelines or sort of fairness of competition, some type of, of national oversight for a certain set of issues, and that's part of what we're trying to determine is what set of issues do you absolutely have to have some kind of national governance or oversight versus what things could be done at the division or the conference or the school level. So, 
I think that's part of the work that we're doing, and I do believe there'll be, you know, some level of organization at a national level to help govern certain aspects of what we do in college athletics. What exactly that will look like, I certainly don't know yet, but um, but there's certainly a lot of consensus around this idea that, you know, college athletics should still be tied to academic uh, progress and success and the ability to graduate uh, for our student athletes and that that needs to continue to be a priority for us, whatever the structure looks like and however it looks going forward. Would you have enjoyed the uh, NIL opportunities, name, image, and likeness when you were playing? Would you have, uh, would you have uh, sought out maybe uh, um, some kind of sponsorship or are you, uh, is there any way now to go back and, and recoup some of that money you missed out on? Well, I'm not sure how valuable my name, image, and likeness would have been. Uh, and I will tell you, I was such a serious <laughs> a, uh, student, along with being a busy athlete, I don't even know how much time I would have had to have done any of that. So, uh, uh, you know, it, it's certainly an interesting opportunity for our student athletes, and we want to, you know, help support them as they have those opportunities, but doing it in a way that continues to help support their academic success and their athletic success. Uh, and I think we've got a good process in place here at Baylor and have worked very closely, um, you know, across the conference and, and with others to make sure that what we're doing to support our student athletes gives them good opportunities and helps them to do it in a way that uh, sets them up well and, it frankly, protects them from uh, uh, from some, you know, things that might not be in their best interest. Yeah, we already have some million-dollar quarterbacks out there, so we'll see. Gary Bohannon, I don't think he would mind that. I don't think he's quite there yet. President Linda Livingstone joined the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Uh, big uh, landmark-type uh, announcement yesterday coming down that Baylor has reached 20,000 in enrollment. Um, even though I think I had kind of heard that, Maybe we were headed that uh, Baylor was headed that direction. I mean, when I was at school at Baylor, maybe it was eleven or twelve with all the graduate students and everything to get to twenty thousand. That is, um, with uh, I think maybe fifteen thousand of that undergrad uh, in a forty-two hundred. You correct me if I'm wrong on that number. The new freshman class. Uh, what what is that? What does that mean exactly? I mean, are, and, and how exciting is that for the Baylor family? Because we're I, I don't know. We used to be. We've always been known as the largest Baptist university uh, in the country, but now, I mean, these numbers are climbing to where it's not just kind of, hey, we're a tiny little private college sort of thing. Well, I think that what one thing that tells you is how much uh, interest uh, there is for a Baylor education at both the undergraduate and the graduate level. The most significant part of that growth has been at the graduate level. We uh, made a concerted strategic decision a few years ago to grow our graduate professional education, and we've built in uh, a much broader set of uh, online and blended programs that allows us to draw students nationally and internationally to our graduate programs, which we had not done before. So the majority of that growth is represented in, in the growth of those graduate programs. But we have also seen tremendous interest at the undergraduate level. And as you know, we have the largest freshman class we've ever had this year at 4,200. We had not planned to have a class that large. Uh, but uh, in the midst of COVID, and I think the success we had last year managing COVID, our yield of out-of-state students this year was twice as high as it had ever been before. So our models 
uh, underpredicted our yield on out-of-state students. And in fact, our percentage of out-of-state students went up by 5% uh, in this class. And so again, just tremendous national interest in uh, being at a place that is deeply committed to its Christian mission, has really strong and rigorous academics, is a mid-sized university, so you get the benefits of a big university with the the sense of being at a more intimate, smaller place, and then you have big-time college athletics, and that's what we know has drawn students to Baylor, and uh, so those numbers reflect the tremendous interest there is in what we're doing here at Baylor. All right, now we can get, uh, now the Bears can get uh, Utah students, Ohio, they can reach out to even more. What is the, out, out of, uh, other than our border states, what is the largest uh, state as far as the out of state for Baylor? We used to get a lot of Springfield, Missouri students, I recall, for some reason. Um, is there any, is there any um, part of uh, the United States that might surprise people that we seem to get a ton of students from? Well, our largest out-of-state student population now is from California, mm. and that number keeps growing. Our second largest out-of-state student population is from Colorado, and then we get quite a few from the Midwest, and we're beginning to get even more from the Northeast. So, But California, by far, number one out-of-state, and Colorado, number two. So actually, the surrounding states are no longer the uh, largest states. Uh, I mean, I guess we border Colorado just a little bit up there, but uh, for the in, in general, we um, draw from Cal- California, Colorado, and then of course nationally more broadly than that. But um, it's uh, uh, those two states have been really good, and we've seen a lot of growth in those in recent years. Yeah, yeah, we've seen that across the state. Californians moving here; they're sending their students here, so that's pretty cool. Okay, and, and I did want to ask you about this uh, research one tier. It, it seems like Baylor is closing in on that. Um, what exactly would that mean to Baylor to to gain that type of, of status? And, and what would uh, how would that enhance things for students? And what what, what does that mean to uh, even you know me as a graduate? What, um, will my diploma be worth even more? Mm-hmm. Well, becoming a Research One University, this is a categorization by the Carnegie Foundation. It puts you among the highest research productive universities in the country and so among the top academic universities in the country and in many ways it is just one way to measure uh, the academic quality of what you're doing it helps attract faculty here top tier faculty that are doing really high-powered research which then allows you uh, to engage your students both at the graduate and the undergraduate level in really Uh, important, impactful research that's making a difference in the world. And we know that students at all levels, undergraduate, master's, doctorate, want to be doing research while they're in school. And so it also helps us attract some of the best students across the country. And and then it is, uh, in the academic world, it gives you a level of recognition that gives you a voice at the table. And one of the things we've talked about is, you know, Our strategy in becoming a Research One University isn't just for the sake of being a Research One University. It is because we want to, as a Christian university, have a voice in higher education and society more broadly. We want to have an impact. And so being among those Research One institutions helps open doors for us to do that and to have that opportunity. Okay, I like it, and um, and President Livingstone, I'll uh, I'll probably wear a Research One T-shirt. I'm going to jump on that bandwagon, 
even though some of the things I did in the history department, the English department, and CASTA law, I don't think I contributed to us moving toward that research status, but uh, but I, I am going to jump on that bandwagon, and uh, that's very exciting. Well, as soon as we reach that status, Matt, we'll make sure you get a T-shirt that says uh, <laughs> Baylor University Research One. <laughs> okay, please make that a priority. I, I uh, really appreciate that. Tell Jason I really want that to, to happen. I'm going to hold you to it. Uh, listen, okay. we uh, I, I appreciate it. Thank you for spending so much time with us. I always look forward to it. You've been a little busy during this. Uh, you're always busy, but this whole conference thing was wild. Um, and, and you and uh, Mac Rhodes uh, did such an excellent job representing Baylor. So congratulations on the newly formed Big 12. And, um, and I look forward to seeing you soon on a sideline. Well, I will look forward to seeing you too, Matt. Thanks so much for your time today. Always happy to visit with you. You bet. There, there, uh, there she goes, Dr. Linda Livingstone, our president at Baylor uh, University, and uh, always enjoy having her on, appreciate her spending so much time with us, and uh, a lot of interesting things there. And I, I think, you know, one thing that comes to mind is the um, NCAA. It's in a bad way. I appreciate at least that uh, President Livingstone and others that are going to serve on this committee have at least admitting, hey, this thing has failed and people have lost faith in it. What I don't know is what it looks like down the road. It sounds to me like it could go into something completely different. I think they're going to figure that out. There still has to be some stability or some framework to hold some of these championships. But again, um, President Livingstone has done an extremely good job representing Baylor during a tumultuous time. Uh, trying to stay a Power 5 conference, not knowing what was going to happen. And uh, the more I hear, the more I believe that uh, Mac Rhodes and President Livingstone did a tremendous job, and we owe them a debt of gratitude. All right, Aaron Sexton, thank you, sir. Always fun. And uh, we'll uh, we'll uh, be back tomorrow. We'll, we'll get back into some sports. We had some good sports there with President Livingstone. Always fun. To have her on, well, if if you missed any of that, Aaron will get that up on our socials. Uh, that'll be up on Twitter, Facebook, all the places where you consume your ESPN Central Texas. We appreciate everybody for tuning in. Game time with Tom Barfield coming up next. Recently on the John Moore Show. Hey man, I appreciate your time. Thank you very much. Uh, you let me know what we can do to help uh, leading up to the game on Saturday, and we'll see you Saturday at the Plain Stadium. Well, there's one thing you can do. Yes, sir. You can tie those Baylor Bears defensive players with their hands behind their backs, <laughs> then they won't be able to tackle my Tigers. Chatterbox, that is not happening on Saturday. Listen, Baylor needs a win on Saturday too. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from two to three p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. Connect, host, work, and play with the Baylor Club. Enjoy an upscale environment featuring chef-driven cuisine and space to watch all the action. Discover a private club inside McLean Stadium with all the amenities you could want, including complimentary breakfast Monday through Friday, a la carte dining for lunch and dinner, and special events for all interests. Contact John or Rebecca today at 254-710-8080 to make the Baylor Club your home away from home or to book your next private event. 
For a limited time, refinance your vehicle and have 90 days with zero payments. Only at Genco FCU. Refinancing lowers your rate and you pay less for your car. You can't pass on rates as low as 1.75% for 48 months. Apply online today. Annual percentage rate subject to change without notice. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. Go to GencoFCU.org. NCUA equal housing lender. My money, my future, my credit union. Genco. Pascal Insurance and Real Estate is a full-service, independent insurance agency and real estate company. They write all policies from commercial to auto and home. Pascal Insurance represents multiple companies, including Safeco, Travelers, Allstate, Progressive, Nationwide, and Hoheim Prairie. The real estate experts specialize in residential, commercial, and farm and ranch properties. Stop by and check them out at 401 Madison and McGregor or learn more at psrealtors.com. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. When you work with a bank, you should expect the best of everything. That includes face-to-face -face personal service and the kind of community banking care that only comes from one neighbor to another. That's exactly what you'll get from the first National Bank of Central Texas. 